the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Want to increase your downloads and revenue? Check out our new ASO Master Service where we help you with ASO, optimizing your revenue, and we'll even manage your Apple search ads and Google ads. Learn more at asomasters.com. B7dev.com is the app development firm dedicated to helping entrepreneurs go from app idea to success because they understand startups and don't charge you huge fees just to get your app off the ground. Learn more at b7dev.com. What is up, App Nation? It is Steve P. Young, founder of AppMasters.com, the place you go when you want action-packed content related to helping you grow your app downloads, and more importantly, obviously, your revenue. And today, we're going to talk about how this guest that I've known since he was in college, since he was a little baby, has now changed his model from really exclusively doing paid apps to now a very successful subscription app. We're going to hear all about his journey, where he first started, the revenue numbers, and where he is at today so without further ado all the way in germany my friend marco welcome marco i'm not even attempt to try to say your last name yeah hey all i'm marco venus and i'm glad to be here today and talk about some f stuff <laughs> yeah marco i wanted to share this it's not going to show up well but i wanted to share this photo of us this is like it doesn't show up well but here's marco this is the first event i did in las vegas in 2017 and I think it was 2017. But anyways, Marco, I met you. I was looking back at our emails like February 2017. So, so young. Look at you right here. Barely any facial hair. <laughs> All right. It's the good old times. <laughs> the good old it. times, my friend. All right, Marco. So lead it off. Like, where did, where did you start off with your app journey and so some of the apps that you were building? Yes. Yeah, so when I first started with my apps, I was paying a developer like $5,000 to make my first app. And then it was like completely failing. I made like $10 the first month and then 50. And then I was like on the decision to stop it or just do more apps. And I decided to do more apps. Mm. But because I didn't have any money left, I just had to learn it myself, the coding. So I, I went into coding and did some apps myself. And yeah, then it started to become like a kind of small business. I made a couple of hundred dollars a month. And then um, I was working there for two years on the side while still being in college. And yeah, then the, the time was right to contact Steve. And I stumbled across his website and just thought about, yeah, okay, just contact this guy. And we had a nice call. Uh, Steve told me some cool tricks about ASO and like that I should use Apple search ads and start um, advertising the app. And this really was the, the, the point to change my app business from like a side business to a really um, growing business. So I was making 500 before I, I contacted Steve. <laughs> and then it grew up to $10,000 a month, the couple, the next month after that. And also Steve was like, um, why you don't join us in that uh, Las Vegas event, uh, the App Masters Retreat? Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was like, why not? I just booked the flight. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, we, I met Steve in person. It was awesome. 
And yeah, I, I met lots of great app app um, entrepreneurs there and have good friends with them now. Yeah, so that is how all started. And yeah, since then, when I started, I had just paid apps. So yeah, people just paid one time and they got the app forever. And yeah, everyone was telling me, make a subscription model out of it because it's much better. Mm-hmm. And finally, I did it. And yeah, now I'm my app is making six figures a year in terms of revenue. And I don't really have lots of costs because the app is mostly done, just a little bit maintenance cost. And yeah, of course, some ad spend, but it's making really great revenues for me. And I'm not sure if I could achieve this without Steve's help and all the people I met during Steve, um, Steve's events. So, yeah. I'm sure you could have, but thank you for that, Marco. <laughs> hey, Marco, just be careful with that pen. I'm kind of picking up the noise, but you know, our good friend Mary's here too. He, she said hi, Rassi. So, uh, hi, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, what's happening? Uh, yeah, we've been able to hang out. It's been so cool to just have a, a little OG crew that, you know, we've gotten to really done. My son, he said, I'm late by two minutes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rassi, hope you didn't get off guard. How about you? What's your story? Oh, okay. They're talking to each other. Cool. Hey, Marco, one of the things I want to highlight when you just had those paid apps, because one of the strategies that, you know, you've come back and shared for us during some of the summits that we've done, you said you're running search ads for these paid apps. You want to talk about that strategy there a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. So I had those paid apps, so it was very um, obvious how my revenue was per download. And then I just simply started the search ads, trying to get the most relevant keywords. And it really, um, yeah, it, it worked quite well. It, I mean, I have to say it was in the beginning of search ads, and now it's maybe uh, more people are doing it. So it's it probably costs more right now to run the search ads. But you could still try to um, make some budget with, and then focus on your most relevant keywords with search ads. Because I noticed that it doesn't really help if you, uh, like you copy and paste 200 keywords in the search ads campaign. Mm-hmm. That won't really help, but focusing on the most relevant keywords where you are ranking good already can really make an impact and also uh, boost your keywords in in the organic um, rankings. So. All right, I want to say some hi to some people. Romain's here. What's happening? Lovish is here. And then Lovish was asking, hey, Marco, where can we take the free source code? Is there a place where you can get some source code? Um, so I didn't really look for free source code. I, I built all my apps from scratch. But now I'm, I changed it from building the apps myself to just hiring people. And it's really not that expensive to hire good developers uh, to bring your app to life. So I would try that. Yeah, I like it. And what I can say to you, Lovish, is that sometimes what, you know if you're using like Swift or I use this thing called Corona that was built on Lua, they had some sample code. And so I used that sample code to build my first app. I sort of revised it, modified a photo gallery sample code app to do a like a flashcard app because it just was like, oh, duh, makes sense, right? Like you tap here and instead of 
like play an audio, tap on the bottom, play an audio. You, they already built in the swipe feature. So I kind of hacked that together. So that's one way that you can do it. And I'm sure Flutter and all these guys have sample code that you can use to do it too. All right. Celtic Whispers. Happy Friday, y'all. Marco, what does that mean? Wie geht's, <laughs> Marco? Like, how are you? Oh, wie geht's? Okay. It's good. <laughs> He's in Ireland. I know uh, that. Nice, nice. <laughs> Yah says, hey, Steve, I have a new app and I want to promote it. What is the place, best place to start? And but bah, yeah, it really depends on the app. So put a tell me a little bit more about the app and then we can go into details. Okay. And Marco, the other thing I want to ask you is when you made that shift to, to do the subscription app that you have now, how did you go about promoting it? How did you go about launching it? Yeah, so when I first started the shift, I, I wasn't sure about if it would work, so I kept my paid app and had two apps at the time. So I simply made a, a refreshed version of the app I had and then put it for free with the subscription. So this way I, I was, um, I still had both apps, so if the subscription app would fail, um, I, it's not that um, important for me. And then I firstly focused on the ASO again, like keywords, keyword rankings and then running search ads again. Yeah, so I'm, I'm mostly focusing on the ASO and then also some Facebook ads. Interesting. Yeah, and like with Facebook ads, it's quite nice. You can try a lot in terms of creative and also if you run Facebook ads in very small countries, it also helps you to boost your ASO and the ranking in general because like if Apple sees you get a lot of downloads, yeah. like from any source like facebook they just uh, boost all the keyword rankings a little bit and then you can work from that i love that what were you because your app is so niche right like and i can pull it up if you you want me to pull it up yeah sure okay Show it. <laughs> so let me were you running was it this a paid version of this app or was this always the subscription app i i run the ads for both kinds of apps uh, but Facebook ads, they, they did not really work for paid apps. So okay. I, I just did it for the free app then afterwards. Well, I was trying to say like this Taculator app, was it paid prior and then you switched to subscription? Because I know you had some other paid apps. I know a little bit about your story, obviously. But like I know you had some other paid apps. So were those those apps and this Taculator launched as a completely subscription-based app? Yeah, the Taculator launched as a completely new app for okay. free with subscriptions. Got it. Okay. With Facebook, because it's so niche, right? Like obviously you're targeting students. Is that how you sort of targeted people on Facebook? Yeah, I started with um, just using students as a target. And I also tried some niche targeting, like picking up some schools and target those people. But in the end, what I noticed was if I just uh, don't do any um, location settings or demographics, it somehow worked best in terms of um, cost per install. Mm. So I think Facebook just um, optimizes it itself and they have all the data. So it, it can also work if you just don't do any targeting and it, Facebook will find it out. Really? So, but you put it like a CPA goal and then you just didn't do any targeting whatsoever? Uh, not really a CPM goal. I just run the ads, <laughs> trying to get to focus on the um, creatives. Nice. And try some of those. <laughs> All right. Then two follow-up questions: Which creatives work the best, and what budget did you start off with? Uh, so the creative that worked best was actually 
the simplest creative. Mm. <laughs> so one creative I used was I had the the iPhone with the app open, and besides it was a kind of classic calculator. So it really showed like, okay, this app is just like the calculator on the phone. And that worked uh, the best in the end. I like that. And I also tried videos where I uh, showed some functions and how to use the app, but it didn't work that well compared to the image. Even though everybody says video works best usually, uh, for me, it was the image that won. <laughs> yeah, nice, Marco. I love it. And then budget-wise? Yeah, so usually I start with 5 or $10 per ad set. And then if it works, I increase it or I just duplicate the ad set. <laughs> it's also for me, it always feels like I'm not sure what's the best way in terms of the scaling. Yeah. Uh, but usually I just uh, try different creatives and ma make some tweaks and then just make new ad sets with a new budget. So to add up the budget in the end. Were you doing... Like what's the the monthly budget? Like five? Were you just doing like five to ten day? You know, five to ten dollars a day. I forgot what you said. Ten twenty five maybe. But what was like the monthly overall monthly budget? Or you that you were spending? Um, usually when I I did Facebook ads, I really focused on the Facebook ads, and then I think the budget was maybe five to ten thousand a month. Wow. Okay. Because I wanted to uh, concentrate the downloads uh, to. Also boost the keyword rankings. Mm -hmm. I think it's better if you get um, a high number of downloads over a few days compared if you get like very few downloads like each day all, all year long that do don't really um, trigger the algorithm of the App Store. So I always wanted to have lots of downloads coming in for um, a shorter period of time. And also I wasn't... Um, I was... I didn't want it to wait so long to see the results, so I just uh, made higher budgets. And there are there are some months where I don't run any ads, like in summer yeah. when like the school is when the holidays are. I don't run lots of ads, and then I start really hard in August and September to run ads again when everybody needs a calculator in school. <laughs> so it always depends on the t uh, time of the year for me. Hey Marco, were you just was a Facebook strategy more so to drive downloads and, or were you like tracking revenues and were you trying to get a positive ROAS? What was your thinking behind that? Like initially maybe it was just to drive downloads and then were you then starting to track, all right, these are positive ROAS type of campaigns now? Uh, yeah, so first I was focusing on the installs itself, uh, but then also because I had a seven day trial, I had always, to wait seven days to see if people convert. Yeah. And then later on, I really also looked about if, if the ads are profitable in terms of dollars. And for me, it was like my app had lots of traffic in the, U in the U uh, USA, but mm -hmm. not so much in other countries. So like I had almost zero downloads in some countries. So I knew all the installs were coming from Facebook. So it was easy to track the results for me also. Nice. How long did it take for you to start seeing that revenue come in and get to that, let's say that first 1,000 and then ultimately, you know, to above 10,000? Uh, you mean from ads or from? From subscriptions. Like how long uh, did it take you to get that first 1,000 in, in revenue for subscriptions? Uh, it took not too much. Uh, nice, man. <laughs> Uh, I launched my app in during the summer before the school year started. 
And then once we hit uh, uh, September when everybody went to school again and was a need for a calculator, really lots of people signed up for the subscription. And then it, um, it was uh, rolling, getting rolling. So nice. the app was making money from that point. All right, Marco, we've got some questions for you. You ready for it? Yeah, of course. Up. <laughs> All right. Da, da, do, do, do. All right, Ram says, Marco, I'm gonna, I tried some search ads, got very few installs versus downloads. Any way to improve that? Um, yeah, I would try to find the keywords where your app ranks quite good already. Because usually if your app doesn't rank at all for some keywords, it's always more expensive. And Apple also sometimes don't even shows your app to users. Um, so I would yeah try those with higher volume, those keywords. And maybe there are also some services to boost the keyword rankings together with search ads. And that helped me also to improve my organic rankings overall. Like it. OK. Sagi's here. Hi, Sagi. Rassi said, wow, 500 to 10,000. Is the app available on all platforms, Android and iOS? Uh, so my first apps were available on both Android and iOS. But compared to iOS, uh, like I made on Android only maybe 5% of the revenue on iOS. So I focused on iOS the past years and didn't release new Android apps. But now I want to get back to Android again. And I'm currently working on and um, bringing my calculator to Android. And then I'll see how that goes. But iOS was always a lot higher in revenue for me. Marco, I just want to say, like, congrats, dude! Like, going from you know just five hundred a month to now spending five to ten thousand dollars a month on Facebook—that's amazing, dude! Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you, man. I'm always jealous of you when I see your photos on Instagram. You're in South Africa just a month ago or so. The good stuff, man. Living the life. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lavish says, "How we assign the good developers and from where? Good developers are everywhere." You know, B7Dev is our sponsor, and I've known Heim for so long. So go check them out if you want to find good developers. But, you know, Upwork, B7Dev, check them out. Do you have any tips that you want to provide for this? Um, yeah, I, usually if, if I think the idea is quite simple, I just go to Upwork and um, make a job post and then uh, see whoever um, replies. Mm -hmm. um, but also you can ask different app entrepreneurs about good agencies. And so... This is how I found my first agency to um, to develop the calculator because of um, yeah one guy from the App Masters Retreat, CJ, told me about the team, and then Yay. also yeah, <laughs> <laughs> also Mary was um, I think working with them, so I I knew they were quite well to make a long term project. Uh, yeah, but but for for short term apps, I would just use Upwork and. You can okay. hire pretty much everyone. They will able to be uh, to do it. <laughs> CJ's in Spain now. I, I just I talked to him a couple of weeks ago. It was good catching up with him too. Yeah, I hope I can visit him someday. <laughs> yeah, me too. Gonzalo's out in Spain as well. Bianca, how's it going? And then Mark says, hey, Steve, in your keywords on iOS, is there a difference between writing, for example, rain sounds instead of rain sounds? Are you more likely to rank for rain sounds using the first... You know, Marco, I've never done tests that way. I know other people have done this. So instead of like in the keywords, you put a comma in between the phrase that you want to do. I've always just put a comma, but I've never tested not putting a comma. I think I might have done it once, but it didn't make a huge difference. 
Have you tested anything like that? Yeah, I tested it a couple of times, but didn't really see a difference. Yeah, me neither. Okay, good to know. And Mark, you know, like somebody I was talking to ranks really well for a very competitive term, and he was like repeating all that. And so he did both. He did rain, space sounds, and then comma, rain, comma, sounds. I did that too. Didn't It really depends on the app, I feel like. Mm. So if you're starting to rank well, then great. But if not, then it doesn't work. Steve's here. Hey, Steve. He's in the... Yes, as well, even. and Tiberius is here. Marco, could you share your conversion rate? Um, actually, I don't uh, know it right now, but it usually wasn't really that high. Um, so it always depends on the app. Like it can be, you pay very less for um, an impression, and then if you have a low conversion rate, it's still good. Uh, but it can also be it's quite high, and then you need higher conversion rates. But for my app, it was usually kind of low. And I think it's because lots of uh, students are around there with um, who are quite cheap to um, acquire. So the app gets shown to lots of people as a cheap cost. And then it's um, always as students are lazy, they don't download <laughs> the, the calculator app that often. Yeah, so for me, it was kind of low, the conversion rate. We've got some more questions and we'll get into the app audit as well. All right, Kalyani says, I'm new to Facebook ads. How does it work if I only have an iOS app? Do the ads get shown on Android only? Would it benefit me to show? No, Kalyani, you can, sp it's each ad group is for a, a platform. So you just target iOS users. You have to pick the, the app and it's normally iOS or Google Play or whatever it is. And then it only targets those particular users. Anything you want to add on to that, Marco? Um, no, it's, it's exactly how you described it, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what Mark, you know, like go back, rewind it a little bit. Marco gave you some great advice on how he set up his first campaigns, but it's per app. So if you want to do a Google Android app, you have to create a new ad group and then target Android as well. Okay. Rassi says 10000 Did you reinvest that money you made within the app or was it straight from your pocket? Oh, you're making money off the paid apps too, right? So. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I usually only reinvest the money I'm making, and usually if it's if you just use it from your pocket, then you should really see the results after one month, yeah. and then you can reinvest it. Dayani asks, have you had to make any changes on your apps or ad campaigns to prepare prepare for the iOS 14 update? Um, so far, I did not really change a lot. Um, I never used something like Adjust or Apps Flyer because it seemed too expensive for me. Yeah. Um, the thing was always I had very low uh, cost per installs because the, the students are quite cheap to, to get. And then it was kind of expensive to get something like Adjust. So I, I was uh, more focusing on the overall uh, revenue of the app to see if it's profitable or not. And I... Yeah, I didn't really have the exact data, but now it's also getting uh, more more um, difficult to get the exact data. Mm -hmm. So I just continue how I, I did it before. Yeah, sort of like manual tracking, right? So one thing I will say is I just found this out too, Marco. Apps Flyer has a free plan. So yeah. if you guys want to go check it out, go check out Apps Flyer. They do have a free plan now because I was talking to somebody and he was just doing it on the side. I was like, 
what the hell? How are you using AppSpy? He's like, there's a free plan. I was like, holy cow. Nice. So <laughs> definitely check that out. And then Revenue Cat, I just learned that they're, they do have mm -hmm. some management, subscription management. So when you launch your Android app, if the person already paid on iOS, it will the subscription will still live. They can still access the premium features on Android and he's on the free plan too. So Revenue Cat for that. But I didn't. I just found that out too, Mark. I was like, what? Yeah. AppSpy is free? So... <laughs> Definitely That's check some that good out. Good news. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Let's take a look. I know there's a few more questions and I'll get to it in a little bit, but let's take a look at the apps. You want to do that? We've got, let's see, Yoris. I don't know the person's name, but we've got this app and I'm going to share my screen because I never do it. Whoops. My bad. There you go. All right. We got this app. Marco, impressions are high, but conversions, impressions are high, but conversions is low. Do you have any, do we have any problems with, I'm just saying SS, which is probably, Short description? I don't know. Title or oh, screenshots, title or yeah. description. Okay. And should we add an app video? All right. Let's figure this out. What do you think, Marco? You want to leave? Yeah. What I thought about uh, the app like the app icon looks really nice. And also screenshots look uh, like good quality overall. But what I didn't really get was how does the app help myself if I like discover my persona? So yeah. I also uh, used the app, but I didn't really know how does it really benefit me as a user if I uh, use it or even know my persona afterwards. Maybe put some phrases like how they how it helps the user as a um, a title or on the screenshots. Mm -hmm. Maybe then people um, they see oh if I use that app app this will help me in that term. So that's what I thought. Agreed. And I, I kind of feel the same way. Let's go to their website and see. I have no idea what this app is about. Uh, okay. It looks like they make apps. So nothing I can find there. That's the one. Fatih. Fatih. I think I'm saying that right. I love the screenshots. I think the words on the screenshots just need to change. I have no idea what your app is all about. Discover your persona. I don't know why I want to discover my persona, but like, why do I want to discover your, my persona? Right? Like there's astrology out there there's psychics out there. there's a reason for so figure out why i want to discover that is this a self-care app is this a personality test like who do you work with the most i've taken those tests like personality tests you know like you're blah 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 and then you you work with better with these people and so you're like how do i compliment myself that's more of a business thing and so i don't know if that's what your app does but that's sort of my feedback is the every the design looks great, but the words just need to improve. And I think this is a wasted opportunity. The second screenshot because it's like discover nine stories and choose yours. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> like learn more about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but why? Like I get it, but I, I guess you know. So I don't know if it's a self care. And then the the title and the subtitle they don't really have good keywords that I would be trying to rank for unless persona and personality are the two I find. But yeah, that's my feedback on this. Yeah, also that's what I thought. And the subtitle is really um, using lots of words I think nobody would search for, like yeah. unlock and your, or even champs is also nothing someone would search for. Yeah, so yeah. that could also help. And in the app, I, I noticed something, like in the end it shows you some books and uh, movies for um, your persona. Okay, let's take a look at that. Uh, yeah. Make this go away. I've got the app. See if we can find more. 
again, this discover your ninth story. I don't know what, what that means, okay, but we'll go with it. It's too wordy in my eye. Like it's hard to read. And I would get lazy because my mind is already tired. <laughs> like put a title, in my opinion, it'd be like, you know, mission driven. Right here, I have the confidence, love. It's the number two. Number three, I want to make sure that my life is a success. So success, right? I'm willing to unveil high personal and potentially shameful things about myself because I'm determined to understand the truth of my experience. You know, self-awareness. So then I can read more about it, right? Like self-awareness. I tap in and I'm blah, blah. So anyways, I'm going to put mission for myself. Is this how you speak? Start I don't know what this means. <laughs> well, I think I am precise. I don't know. I don't even get to pick this. Look at that. Oh, oh, it's asking if I speak like that. Uh, yeah, I guess so. What? Yeah, sure. Yeah, whatever. Kind of like that. <laughs> hey, Marco, I'm like Confucius. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I think I, I got the same when I tried it out. <laughs> hey, cool. See, we knew we were brothers for life. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I thought here on that page, uh, like the movies and books, yeah, uh, you, the developer could make it clickable so it opens um, Amazon or something where the, the user oh. can buy it with an affiliate code. When I like, click on know, it? Yeah, like right now it doesn't do anything, but right. you could oh. add like a, a, an affiliate code if someone clicks on idea. it, so you can make even uh, more money. Oh, your blind spots criticize too much, so I would know. And then I guess this is an in-app purchase, so I get stuck, unlock all nine stories, but I don't even know what I'm getting for what the nine stories mean. I think you just have a... Like, why would I use this app type of thing? And then if you just keep asking yourself, why, 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 rather than being trying to be clever, this ninth story thing, maybe you're targeting people that I, I don't know anything about. But like, if you keep asking yourself why, you'll understand the messaging clearer if you do that. All right. Fatih. Okay. Marco, I forgot to do a dad joke. You ready for a dad joke? For what? A dad joke. A fun, you know, like a lame joke. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right. I do this every week, so it's my fun. All right. Got to be honest, they're not the strongest this week, but here we go. They renamed the charger. They renamed the charger for the iPhone. Now they just call it Apple Juice. All right. <laughs> Again, not too right. strong, but hey, I'm going to keep doing them. Got to keep going. Got to keep going. It's, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, rank it one to five. Usually, and you guys know the, if you guys been with us for a while, you know that one actually means awesome and five means horrible. But all right, let's get into um, some questions. All right. Three, I would give. <laughs> Ram says, is having a good landing page important for ASO? Marco? Um, does it mean like on the app store or in the inside the app, the landing page? I think he means on the web. That's what I'm gonna guess, Ram. Like on the on a 
additional website compared to yeah, App Store. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for that, I think it's not that important. I usually have very basic landing pages for my app on the website. And I think it would even work without any website to agree. have a good app. Yeah, I agree. Unless you're trying to build something that, you know, you have a blog post and it's an active website, there's really not that. We've seen very successful apps that are making money just have just link to a Facebook page, right? Like, yeah. so not that important. Okay. Uh, Steve says, I've tried both ways on that. No difference. Okay. Yeah. I think he's talking about the keyword stuff. Should we publish the Apple watch and Apple TV apps? Is it worth spending time? What do you think, Marco? Uh, I think it depends on the app, yeah. but I would just guess it's not that important for, for the overall success. Great. Yeah. If you think it'll add value, do it. If, it, if you're just trying to do it for money, it's not going to, do anything. All right. Celtic, can I ask about the new IDFA? I took the Facebook pixel out of my app as I hear a lot of mixed reports about it not working. Can I run a campaign without the pixel or should I put it back in? Yeah, for me, um, also the Facebook pixel or SDK is not that exact in terms of uh, the revenues. And if, like, if people get subscriptions, it often has wrong data for me. But I say for the insults, it's quite um, exact. Uh, so I still keep it in my app. Yeah, the installs on Facebook? Yeah. And then what I would say too, who's asked this, Celtic, is that even with AppsFlyer, like a lot of our clients who use AppsFlyer adjust, like sometimes the reporting is really off on this. So just be careful. Like I think, with Facebook, it's a self-attributing network. And so sometimes it might be a little bit higher than what Adjust and all them might report back. But I would probably try to leave it in unless they're, you know, Apple says you can't put it in there as well. All right. And then Alex says, how did you plan an ad campaigns? Did you sequence things in particular way as the app was launched? Uh, not really, as a short <laughs> version. Uh, <laughs> First, I, when I started the app, I did only ASO, and then Facebook came to my um, strategy later on. And it depends also if your Facebook ads make a profit in the end. Like after uh, one or two weeks, you should see something already. And if not, I would um, uh, plan new ads again and try other stuff. Or even if it doesn't actually work, maybe also stop it and try other um, channels. I like that, you know, I guess you were focused more on conversion rate too. Like, am I running these ads? Okay, I'm getting downloads and it's going to be good for ASO. So it's almost like upfront, you're making an investment in ASO because of the download volume that you're driving. But like, you also want to look at the conversion rates too, right, Marco? Like, you're just like, hey, uh -huh. am I converting these downloads to users? If not, then maybe I should pause the campaigns and figure out how to convert more users. Yeah, what I also did was, um, because like the data is usually not that exact, Sometimes I, I simply pause everything and see how it goes without ads. So I then I have an understanding of what's really the, the like what's coming from Facebook or what would be there anyway. I like it. All right. Bart says, he's Bart's flexing. Hello from Melbourne. Hey, Bart. My app is in the top 135 in the US for in photo and video. Congrats. That's awesome. Nice. <laughs> Bishwat, what's up? Marco, you remember that? I remember like 
it was Vegas probably you were like number 40 or I mean some super high on paid apps you remember that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like at the best rank I was I think was 28 on all paid apps in the USA yeah it so, was awesome. really nice okay yeah he was talking about his own app and own website and it's not mm -hmm. that important okay cool let's take a look at the next app and before we do that I got another dad joke for you guys here we go Marco why should you knock on your fridge before opening it See, we should do the try. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Why should you knock on your fridge before opening it? Because there could be a salad dressing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's get that, that one was better. <laughs> the other one was better? No, this one was better. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I can build it up. <laughs> All right. We got this app from Costia. 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 Okay. I think Costia is better. All right. Costia. All right. Floating stopwatch, free multitask timer. And they want to know about ESO, Marco. So let's get into this. I'm going to blow this up a little bit. Yes, so uh, my thoughts were in, kind, in, terms of, in terms of screenshots. Mm -hmm. They are quite uh, straightforward already with the big stopwatch on a, on a screen. Mm -hmm. But maybe it would help to place um, like a kind of stopwatch icon on the screenshot. So it really is even more obvious than just the text and uh, the digital uh, numbers. Yeah, that's a great idea. And then the other thing I would say too is, you know, having stopwatch is good. So maybe move that into the second or one or the first two, like to Marco's point, Marco, you kind of mentioned that with your, the best performing Facebook ad was showing a literal calculator near your app and being like, oh, I get it. And I think mm -hmm. it makes sense here too. And I would use, instead of allows multitasking, just put stopwatch with multitasking. And with Google, this was like a few years ago, they said, now I don't think it's gonna be a huge boost in your keyword rankings, but they did say that they are starting to index the keywords in your screenshots. So you wanna definitely put good keywords in your screenshots too. It might just help, right? Like this, and it doesn't cost you any, anything. The other thing that I've been doing, Marco, is doing H2 tags, and we've seen pretty good. Now, again, it's not going to dramatically improve it, but it might mm -hmm. make a difference is as you start trying to rank up. And, you know, as Marco kind of alluded to, he was investing in the downloads, and then investing in those downloads helped him rank better for those keywords. And so having H2 tags in wrapping up the most important keywords that you want to target is going to be helpful for this. Now, again... Costia, you rank, you're doing pretty well. A million downloads is not nothing too, not too shabby. Yeah, so. that's great. Uh, let's see, multitask timer. I think when I'm looking at this, I think if this is the main keyword that you're going for, congrats, you're number one. I think, but you probably want to go for stopwatch. Oh, you're up here. So one thing that I would try to is putting stopwatch first. So putting stopwatch that floats, <laughs> whatever, right? And then unless floating stopwatch is a term that people search for, that's how I would try to rank better for stopwatch. As you can see with Google, the more important keywords, if you have it to your left, it's better. So besides this, I wonder how many downloads these guys are getting, but most of them start with stopwatch. And sometimes I even tried this, Marco, but I don't seen too much success with it. 500,000. So here's... Here's what you should think about. Like, why are they beating you when they only have half of your downloads? Mm -hmm. I've even thought about like doing more of like a short 
app name on Google to test that. I haven't seen too much great results from it, but that's one thing worth testing because I think you want to rank better for stopwatch too. And there, are, there are ways that you can do that, Costia. But yeah, you want to put stopwatch again. So multitask timer, a timer that floats, maybe a stopwatch that floats over your apps, right? And then what else with stopwatch do you want to rank for? I'm just going to assume that stopwatch. So stopwatch widget, right? That's This is what Google is auto-suggesting. Now you guys can't see it that well. But I would probably put multitask timer or even put stopwatch timer with multitasking that floats over your apps or a non or in notification. And that way you can start ranking for stopwatch better with that. So I would try that. All right. Uh, anything else, Marco? You're, should we take a look at the uh, app or? Let's see, well, how are we on time? Let me take a look. Yeah, All can, right, let's take, you can sorry, take a look, go. but I think it's, it's pretty basic. You, you mentioned most of the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's just a bunch of stopwatches. Sure. I don't use, I have no idea how that works. The thing that I would say is, oh, cool. Oh, I like that. I don't know how you're making money. Oh, look at that. That's cool. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Maybe only the ads in the app. Will, yeah, I don't know uh, how they're making money. money. So. Kasia, like, I don't know how you're making money, but that's the one thing that I, I wanted to help you with because it looked like you do have ads or, I mean, in-app purchases, but I, don't, I can't find them. So I think what, one thing I would say is maybe I can do it while going into here. Maybe there's some premium versions that we have to hit. Maybe if you make two stopwatches or more, it, it would be yeah. premium. There you go. Yeah, so I think what I would do is personally, uh, yeah, I think this could be way, oh, sorry, I'm not, you guys aren't even seeing it. This could be better optimized. So you're right, Marco. The Once I put the second one in, what I would do is one, the lifetime, make it higher, make it $9.99 because your monthly is $2.99 and most people are gonna probably buy the lifetime anyways. So bump that up a little bit just so people people want the 10 bucks it's anyways it's useful and then also show it right like show unlock all timers or have multiple timers rather than forcing this i think you know you want to put this page during the onboarding process you know go back to a couple of weeks of our youtube live stream with nick we saw that the onboarding flow the welcome flow led to 63% of his in app purchases now he has in app purchases just like you more like consume non consumables but even with subscriptions you'll find that more people are signing up doing that welcome flow than you would think so i would put some messaging on here because it can get clearer with how to subscribe and get more people to want to subscribe. I get it. You're trying to be nice and be like, oh, well, I just want them to start using my app. But at the same time, like you do want them, you're showing value and it's a pretty darn good app anyways. Yeah, also on my app, I used the uh, onboarding flow to promote the in-app chase. Yeah. And many users um, sign up during the onboarding. There you go. So it, it really Facts, works. yo. <laughs> Facts. Okay. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Marco, is there any particular reason why you prefer Facebook ads over something like Google? I get uh, Facebook, but mostly get an older generation. That's a good point, especially since your app is excuse, very young. Yeah, so with Facebook, I meant like Instagram plus Facebook, uh, both mm. platforms. And usually I get uh, more traffic on Instagram. And Google I did not use so far because my app is only on Apple. And yeah, Google usually works better for Android uh, apps. And I was seeing very high um, conversion rates when I tried Google ads. And yeah, so I was sticking with Instagram and Facebook ads mostly. Okay. Okay. And then Steven says, finally watching live. Well, welcome, Steven. Bianca, detecting a food theme with your dad jokes. Bianca, I just try to find the best, really. <laughs> but <laughs> and then Ryan's here. What's happening? Ryan's on Facebook. You've Google Play guideline, you only get 30 characters. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Good stuff, Ryan. You always know all the stuff, all the latest and greatest. <laughs> I have to like run into it. I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> I'll put 50 <laughs> characters. Yeah. And then be like, oh, it's only 30 now. <laughs> Yeah, should Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> should have Ryan on every week. Give us the ASO news. Ryan. <laughs> okay. One last dad joke, and then we'll go last app and then call it a day. All right. Marco, what color is the wind? The wind, it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> it's blue. You're right. Blue. <laughs> oh man. Stinky Bell. There you go. Was that the right uh, answer? <laughs> that was the right answer, Marco. You jumped on oh, my nice. joke, man. You're supposed to always say, I don't know, Steve. What? <laughs> All right. Last one, Marco. We had Ridhan for this particular app, and he's saying, give me feedback on UX and ways to monetize. All right. Well, we're just going to focus on that because we're running out of time, and I got to do a podcast episode after this. All right. Let's do it, Ridwan. Yeah. It's a nice app I, I, when I tried it out. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's a trading card. You getting into the trading card community, Marco? Um, I never was really into it. <laughs> I had yeah. some Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was very young, <laughs> but not that crazy. So again, I don't know if there is monetization on this. Let's take a look real quick if there's monetization. Yeah, there should be an in-app purchase. Yeah, there are some monetization. Again, you want to promote the monetization during this onboarding flow. What I don't like about this sequence is I would regurgitate what you are proposing in your screenshots, Red One. Like, companion, explore all sets. You know, maybe this is what most people want to do. Keep track of your collection, right? Whereas I just jump in and it's like join community. I don't even have to join. I can hit explore. Yeah, so that's also what I did. I went to explore straight after I opened it. But, you know, you probably want them to join and allow them to X out if you don't need them to sign up. But getting them to join allows you to get some email addresses. And I know you're just doing Apple and I can hide my email address, but allows you to at least do some more additional marketing than, you know, allow me to explore. If you're going to allow me to explore, then that's great. But by having the onboarding flow to a couple of different screens, I would say three to four, three to five is good. It shows the different, you can promote the prices on here like this, right? So. I don't know what I'm getting for buying any of this. Where did you find this? Because I yeah, never I always find it in the settings. So I went to settings and unlock pro. Ah, uh, yeah. So, 
if you go to Nick's episode, you'll find that his the amount of in-app purchases he was getting from the settings page was less than 10%. Almost 90% or 80% of his in-app purchases were coming from two places, 63% from the welcome flow, about 25% during the main screen. And I'm going to assume the main mm -hmm. screen is this explore page. So have this upgrade to pro in this explore page or, and definitely in the welcome flow, you don't even have a welcome flow. And Ridwan, the other thing I would say is tell me what I get for these. Like, I have no idea what these mean and what I'm getting for e either one of this. It seems like it's just a tip. So just a yeah. way to say, Hey, thanks for building a good app. If that's the case, then fine. But like, I don't know. It, it feels like it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I would do this unless I fell in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I would probably lock some of the card decks. Um, yeah. Like if you go to explore, I would lock some of those and make them pro only. Or maybe you could even lock half of the cards per um, category. Uh, so you always have to really unlock it to have everything. This is cool. So I can say I have this app, this card. And then yeah, and here. Um, Oh, now he's showing me an ad. I don't really like ads, but okay. <laughs> In terms of UX, um, if you click on that icon, yeah, the, this one. Oh, sorry, yeah. Like I, I found this um, list is much nicer to view if you have the brief view compared yeah. to clicking on each of the items and then seeing it full screen. So I would do this um, kind of view as a default yeah, I think so too. I like this view way better than the other ones. Yeah, people always I don't know all scroll. the characters' names. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then I don't know what happens like if it's in my collection, do I have to sign up for an account? Is that why You know, where's my collection? Is it because I don't have an account? Let's let's see. Go ahead. Give me an Send me some emails. <laughs> Steve. Okay, there you go. I guess I need an account. So that like ask, I think as we were saving cards, just say like sign up for an account so you can see all that stuff too. Uh, yeah, I would probably integrate it in the onboarding flow to mm -hmm. like first show like 1000 cards in the app and then like sign up to store them in your account. Yep. Store your own cards. See how they on Instagram. Decent. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I think the UI UX is good, but you can do better on the monetization side of things. If you are going for the tip model, and you know, somebody, I don't know if this is the person that developed this, but Mudahar, I don't think it's you, but it says remove ads and unlock app icons. I get it, but why are there three different things for the same in-app purchase? Maybe it's just like him trying to do it. What I would do is like Marco said, and what we've done with Rudy's app, Rudy's here. So is sort of say remove ads, you know, unlock all categories and then an all in one exclusive one. So 199, you can do like 299 to remove ads, 299 to unlock all these categories. And then the pro version for 499 and that would work better versus what you're currently doing here. Oh, the one thing I would say is if you're trying to go for a tip, one thing that I did see some other app developer do was put a photo of himself in the tip. And so it, it kind of helps out. I was like, oh, cool. There's a developer. Oh, that's so cool. All right, I'll 
or hooking them up. But like, yeah, here, unlock some of these categories. Why give them away for free? I mean, you did all the work in trying to find all these stuff. So even if you locked it under this, so like base, and then you lock some of these, there's a big, there's a, a more of a reason for me to actually pay you rather than just doing that. Yeah, I think many people would really pay for uh, the app because it's really good quality with the cards. Yeah. So yeah, why not locking some of the stuff? Okay, let's get into So he's here. Hi, I'm Ridwan. Thanks for the feedback. At the moment, the app has started doing decent ads, earning around $100 a month and roughly $30, 300 in euros. I think you can do better, Ridwan. Like, I think we double that, like just based off of this feedback. Yeah, I think if you lock some categories, you can really double the inner purchase. I'm spending about five euros daily on Facebook ads. Any feedback on how to scale? Um, I've, I would first try the, the changes in the app to see if um, you can make more in-app purchases. And then if it works out, you can still increase the Facebook ads. Completely agree. That, that, <laughs> that deserves it. Alex says, hey, Marco, what's your strategy to target students with Facebook ads? Is there a category there already? Um, so one strategy was to simply do everyone in the age of 13 to 17, because like everybody has to go to school. And then I also tried to just let Facebook optimize the demographics or I even uh, picked some um, interests like math or science and then put the, the ages there. But always the, just setting the ages worked well for me. When you let Facebook optimize the campaigns, were you was there like a CPA target that you would give them or you're just like, give me the best installs? Uh, for this, usually I used uh, the best installs, like this, okay. the app install campaign. And then Raul, what happens when you accidentally create two AdMob accounts as one got suspended? I created another and now only using the one. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about AdMob. You know anything about AdMob? Yeah, I'm using it, but I never had the issue that uh, it was suspended. So I mm. can't really help there. That's but awesome. since one works, it's it should be fine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'd say. All right, Marco, this was awesome, man. Congrats. I just want to say, man, it's been awesome to see your growth, you know, to see you finally have facial hair now, really a plus too, <laughs> that you can finally grow it. <laughs> and I just want to say congratulations, man, on all the success. You know, when I was thinking about how to put this together and who to reach out to, you and I were texting back and forth anyway. I was like, hey, Marco, you got to come back on because, you know, you're killing in the app store. And it was your inspiration when you're like, hey, Steve, can we get on a call? You know, I'm happy to pay you for it. Even though I was like, you don't have to pay me. Let's just jump on a call. It, that's how we did these app audits. And then I started charging for these premium app audits because of our conversation at the end of it, you said, Hey, you should charge for these, Steve. And I was yeah. like, all right, Marco, if my friend, good friend, Marco tells me to do it, I'm going to do it. And so I did listen to your advice and we're seeing good people. And I've been able to, you know, talk to some cool people. And at the same time, it's like, I always want to give back, but like it allows me to sit down for an hour and really go through with somebody and not feel like I'm just giving away all this free content. But thank you, man. Yeah. So congrats and thank yeah, also, you. Um, thank you, Steve, for all of that and um, helping me on my journey. And I hope to see you and all those app entrepreneurs again soon in yeah. real, like on a real app mastership read <laughs> in person. Yeah. Well, thank you and, for our, you know, you've only missed one and that was Bali and you like to tell me that. <laughs> but I can't yeah, wait yeah. to see you, man. <laughs>
I missed Bali, but I think otherwise I was at six at Masters Retreat from yeah. you, <laughs> like yeah, almost every everyone. <laughs> yeah, almost every single one. So I love catching up with you all the time and just seeing the progress. And Marco, back in the day, you know, people are just astonished at how much money you are making with such a, a simple app. And so it's just one of those it, after I think it was a Santa Monica one where it was like, just talking about you, you know what I mean? It's like, oh my God, Marco, like, I can't believe he's making that much money with this yeah. app. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, like so, in the beginning, um, I had the, the manual app for the calculator yeah. and not even the real thing. So that was crazy that yeah. it worked so well. <laughs> so if you are a student out there, I know you, you're just giving back to the community out there because a lot of these people are probably, you know, grown up, but go check out Marco's app. It is called Calculator. Just download it anyways and take a look at yeah. what Marco's been able take to accomplish. <laughs> Yeah, how he does the conversion flow, what his pricing page looks like, everything else. You can, I think you can learn a lot from just downloading Marco's app. Marco, if the audience wants to connect with you personally, do you want to send them anywhere else? Uh, you can also um, add me on Instagram or Facebook. Like on Instagram, just uh, search for my name, Marco Venus. <laughs> Maybe you can um, write it down somewhere, Steve. Yeah, so I'll link it up in the YouTube description. Yeah. And then LinkedIn. I think we've already linked linked up if not, yeah, LinkedIn for sure yeah awesome marco thank you so much man november stay tuned i'm hoping to do an event in austin with our friend louis he's doing an event in-person oh. event in austin in november so nice. we're just gonna double up and do that like we did before all right yeah, I say it was me. fun to be here and hopefully see you all again <laughs> yeah brother you gotta come back wow 13 to 17 year old paying for subscriptions the conversion good obviously good he's making money alex so I'm just going to say yes. Mary, really great success story, Marco. Great live. Thank you. Celtic, thank, thank you. you. And then Mark, thank you. Kalani, thank you. Marco, thank you, man. I'll see you in November. All right, brother. You guys thank have you a great all. weekend. <laughs> Stay on, Mark. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.